0: how difficult is it to decide I'm going to be vegan? I want my products to be vegan or I want my products to be cruelty free from a cost, from production, from finding manufacturers and all of that. Like how big of a deal is that to make that decision? It's huge. Um, you know, like I said,
1: before we even brought our products to market, you know, it took us two, almost three years to find the right manufacturer, make sure that our, um, you know, our mix was, you know, good, and make sure we liked it. Um, We're on the phone with
2: our chemists constantly, right? Uh, Yeah. Discussing the different ingredients and how different ingredients work well together and how to make the product vegan. It's just, it's a uh, a lot of discussion. And a
1: lot of people think that is not, you know, that you can go out and you, you can go out and private label and find companies that will give you a formula that, you know, that's already made up and you can put your label on and, yes. you know, it's called white labeling or whatever. But we we didn't want to do that. We wanted more of a custom um, brand. We wanted more of a custom mix. And so when you want that, it takes a little bit longer time.
0: Jackie Reed, Emmy award-winning journalist, longtime TV and radio host, and vegan. I created this podcast to give you tips on how easy, delicious, inexpensive, healthy, and fun eating vegan can be. We'll also talk wellness and how we can make the world a better place. This is the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. Hey everybody and thanks for tuning into this episode as I continue my focus on vegan natural hair care products. I finally decided to give up the creamy crack and go natural in January of 2020 so I'm still new to this game and still trying to learn which products are right for my hair. So today's interview is part two in this series and my guests are the founders of Rucker Roots Hair Care Products. After experimenting in their kitchen with various natural ingredients and testing those ingredients out on their hair and their daughter's hair, these siblings decided to make it official and launch a business. Today I talk with Ellen Rucker Sellers and Ione Rucker Jamison about going from the kitchen to the store shelves, keeping their business healthy during this pandemic, and my favorite part, they give me a personal tutorial on how to use their products on my hair and a programming note for you this interview was conduct was conducted a while ago back in May of 2020 i wanted to save it to be a part of this hair series so with that in mind here are the rucker sisters of rucker roots but guys welcome to the podcast and thanks for doing this thank, thank you, you so much for having us so sure, how, okay. first let me ask you it looks like you guys are in two separate are you in You're in two separate households. How is the whole social distancing going for you guys in your personal lives? I know you have kids, are you homeschooling? How's it going? It is so
2: hard, it's crazy. Um, I have three kids all school age, an eighth grader, a seventh grader and a fourth grader and they just miss their friends um the school thank god that they go to were was very equipped with the transition the transition was really easy because they already work a lot with computers um so the transition for my middle schoolers especially was very easy but for my little fourth grader i have to sit with him for six hours all day long because it's hard to kind of do the work and the business and and just keep things going it's and doing laundry and laundry's piling up housework issues <laughs> It's a struggle and the kids miss their friends, you know? They miss early
0: early summer break plus your homeschooling, right?
2: Plus they can't see anybody, nobody can come over. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. So she, Ellen, what and about Ellen Ellen has little twins, so yeah. she-
1: Bakari and I have sixteen month old twins. So we have twins running around. And um, our daughter had a liver transplant, so she's immune compromised. So we have to be very cautious about anybody coming in. So own hasn't even come to my house in the last six weeks. Like, literally. Well, I've come, but I get... Yeah, yeah we, she stands outside and she waves at, at me from the window. And the twins will go to the window and wave at all of our family members from the window. And then I have a high schooler. And same thing, I own, an, um, um, I own kids and my daughter, they go to school together. So my daughter was very quick. Like, but she literally has to stay on line with her teachers from 8 in the morning to 3 in the afternoon and um so that's kind of tough and um you know a teenager she wants to get out she doesn't understand yeah. you know the fact that she can't do some of the things that even i own kids can do um because my daughter um, our youngest daughter is immune compromised so we have to be
0: super cautious oh gosh and how 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 are your family and friends are is everyone well anybody sick anybody very fortunate that
1: we that Corona has not hit our family at all. Um, you know, it has affected our businesses. Um, we have um, our, our sister is a dentist. Her brother is a dentist. You know, we have our hair care company. So it has definitely affected our businesses, and um, it's been very difficult on small businesses. So we're trying to navigate that. But um, health-wise, we've all been
0: healthy. So. Yeah, speak about it on, on um, this COVID-19 coronavirus from a small business perspective. How is this impacting your business?
2: It, it's greatly impacting our business. Um, we are fortunate that we have a huge online presence. So as yeah. far as online orders, they have increased. But um, the supply is Because we work with the warehouse, they shut their warehouse down um, Mm. because of COVID-19. So we are having a supply and demand issue. So Mm. that's been been tough um, because we, you know, our small business and our products are vegan and we try to make small, fresh batches of our product. We We don't carry huge, huge amounts of inventory. So that has been an issue trying to, you know, reach the demand uh having because people are at home and they're ordering online. So um our a lot of our inventory is very low, which is a blessing, but then it is like, okay, we need to get this these products in. So simple, it's- simple things like just getting
1: ingredients and getting yeah. bottles. Um, a lot of the companies, um, the manufacturing companies, have gone to making hand sanitizer. And so the hand sanitizer business is like booming and they have used up all of the bottles. Um, yeah. And and also, you know, we pride ourselves on sourcing everything stateside. We get everything from the United States. And because of companies that don't do that and they're relying on, you know, companies like um, before the pandemic, Um, They were getting stuff from, like, China and and other countries. Well, now that's not so easy. And so now they're relying on the U.S.-based companies to supply their bottles. And so it's just the whole supply-demand chain is all all in an uproar. And, you know, we're just battling that every day, just trying to work through that.
0: And Ellen, what do you guys want your customers to know, you know, considering what you guys are dealing with as a small business? What would you say to them right now if they're, you know, waiting a long time for certain things or certain things are sold out? What do you want them to know right now? just be patient we're in good
1: standings we're coming back stronger um we are super excited to you know bring on new um products even after this pandemic we're working really hard to um bring new products to the industry and just be patient with you know us as well as all these other small businesses you know everybody's just trying to do the best that they can
0: yeah, yeah. and i um let me ask you guys because i'm so, i love you all's story i love you know that this product all your products are vegan and I love this the how it all started with your mom and your dad and even your grandmother I do tell us about that story
2: well we always say that our mother was way be- before the natural hair and vegan tr- trend because she did not allow us to get relaxers growing up at all we have a funny story behind that Ellen
0: and you guys I- never got relaxers at all Well, no, we weren't (laughs) allowed. We did. (laughs) We weren't allowed to, you know. (laughs) But as we got grown,
2: uh, Ellen and I did sneak out. I was a ninth grader, and I was a freshman in high school. Ellen was a senior when we got our first relaxers. And Ellen, really, I mean, neither one of us really needed needed them because, of course, as we know now. But my hair was really, really thick and unruly. I felt like I needed it so I talked my big sister into sneaking out to get a relaxer and we got in big trouble behind that but oh yeah I
1: mean, that's just that's our, so mom, our mom tried to put us on punishment for a entire year she's like you're on punishment punishment for a year oh my for God.
2: to get relaxed She was not playing. she did not believe in <laughs> relaxers so this you know this was in the 90s, I mean 80s, you know, we, you know, she just was way before the trend and yeah. being that uh, my father, his favorite pastime was farming. He was a dentist by profession, but his pastime, he loved, his passion was farming, so mm-hmm. he always um, brought home things from the garden that my mom would just mix up blend up with the mayonnaise the olive oil and she always believed in just using natural ingredients just to help our hair to grow and to maintain our hair so i really do think that she was a trendsetter she was way before our time her her time and our time um in the um being a vegan lifestyle um Our grandmother, our paternal grandmother also was a hair model back in the 1920s in Atlanta, Georgia. So, I mean, we just always have just really been taught to love our natural hair.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that whole story. And so how did you all take all of that, right? All of that from your history, Ellen, and decide... We're going to make these products because I'm sure, as you all have said before, your mom was making all these concoctions. But how do you all through, uh, you know, experimenting, you know, with different products? How did you come up with what you were going to sell as the Rucker Roots products? Because it's carrots, turnips and something else, right? Ginger. 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 Yes. How'd you come up with that formula? Yeah, a lot of a lot of great um, ideas come when
1: you're you're doing a transition, um, transitional period. Um, I had recently gone through a divorce, um, and I was, um, you know, living as a single mom with my daughter and I own was going through a divorce and she had moved into my home with me, with her three children. <laughs> so <laughs> so we'd sit up at night and, you know, and we would have like these major powwows, you know, cause we're best friends really. And we would have these major powwows over wine and, and different things, but we, we both had young girls and, um, both of them, you know, um, We would make concoctions and we would do, you know, treatments on their hair um, because we were living together. We all be walking around the house on a Sunday afternoon with, you know, plastic caps on our heads because we would do deep conditioning on all of our hair. And so the girls would say, you know, mom, you know, whether it was Kai to me or Catherine to our own, um, you guys need to do this y'all are good at this. This is really good. You, you guys need to go into business together. At the time I was practicing chiropractic and I own was transitioning, like I said, from her, um, from being a married woman to divorcee. And so we're like, you know what, why not? Let's do it. And so um, it took us probably two years to get two or three years to get a formula that we felt good about. Um, and so we got the formula together. We found uh, a cosmetic chemist um, to, you know, give us some samples. And so we kept sampling back and forth uh, with our cosmetic chemi- chemist, and and finally found, um, you know, a good match um, where we felt comfortable we could take it to market. And that's that's kind of how things happen. Um, really good um, a business, really good products bloomed out of a really tough. Time
0: in our lives. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's, it's the best when it happens that way sometimes, yeah. right? Um, yeah. I own, um, let me ask you, and Ellen, feel free to, to chime in here. Either of you all can chime in if I direct a question to one and you want to add on to it, feel free. But I own, um, let me ask you because one of the things that happened to me when I first started this journey before I was introduced to Rucker Roots was. I, I put something on social media, and people were like, "Try this, try that, try this." Like, there's so much out there. What makes you all's products unique? Like, what makes it stand above the rest, in in your opinion, and from what you've heard from your customers?
2: Right. Um, well, the turnip root, we think, really um, nobody else. I don't think we ha- we've done research on it. We hadn't found any other company hair company that has turnip root in the products Um, as well as our products are for all hair types they really do work well on um, we have clients that are African American of course African American like us we have Caucasian clients we have Hispanic clients Um, we just have all the all range of clients that really uh, love our products because they have the vitamins in it they're lightweight but if you need it to be uh, uh, heavier we have that those type of products too as well as you could just use more of the product that's what we tell people um with thicker or coarser hair just use more of the conditioner to coat your hair like i have to do um So our, our products really are for all hair types and, um, and the ginger turnip and carrot root, the Rucker Roots Complex is really, really works well just to help your hair to grow, to, um, give it that shine that you need. Um, it's just, I think that's what makes us different. And I think that, um, one of the main things
1: you don't find a whole lot of, um, you know, natural hair companies that can claim vegan. Um, I think that, you know, that really sets us apart too. And, and when we went to market, um, we did uh, a repackaging because our initial products, and when we first started, they were not vegan. Um, we wanted to, you know, set ourselves apart from some of the other companies as well. So that was one of our um, main goals when we repackaged and reformulated uh, a little bit to make sure that our products are vegan. Yeah. Was yeah. It-
2: Quinoa also in our products, mm-hmm. isn't
1: that right, Ellen? Yeah, we have hydrolyzed quinoa protein in some of our products, which is very interesting. We haven't seen that in, in many of the other products out there. So we have a lot of great um, ingredients that are you know really beneficial for the health of the hair.
0: Yeah, is it from a from a, a beauty business perspective um, from someone who knows nothing about behind the scenes? how difficult is it to decide I'm going to be vegan? I want my products to be vegan or I want my products to be cruelty free from a cost, from production, from finding manufacturers and all of that. Like how big of a deal is that to make that decision? It's huge. Um, you know,
1: like I said, before we even brought our products to market, you know, it took us two, almost three years to find the right manufacturer, make sure that our, um, you know, our mix was, you know, good and make sure we liked it. Um,
2: A lot of companies, we are are on the phone with our chemists constantly, right? Uh, Yeah. Discussing the different ingredients and how different ingredients work well together and how to make the product vegan. It's just, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of discussion. And a lot of people think that is not,
1: you know, that you can go out and you you can go out and private label and find companies that will give you a formula that, you know, that's already made up and you can put your label on and, you know, it's called white labeling or whatever. But we we didn't want to do that. We wanted more of a custom um, brand. We wanted more of a custom mix. And so when you
0: want that, it takes a little bit longer time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because then yeah. that way you're more in control of the ingredients and, and you you're knowledgeable about what it is. Our um cu-
1: customers, they're always like, Well, can we get this? Can we get that? And we're like, Yes, we're doing, you know, we're working on all of those things, but we want whenever we bring something to market, we want it to be really good and we take we really deliberate over, you know, what we bring to
0: market. So that's another thing. All right. Well, can we go through some of the products that you guys sent to me? Of course. Yeah, I got yeah. my I got my box full of goodies. Um, let me see. I'm gonna pull everything out. Bear with me. <laughs> okay, okay. I got everything here because I want to know from you guys what I should be doing and how to use this stuff um to make my hair just be its absolute best. Let me see. I'm so, I'm so grateful to you guys for sending me, y'all don't know. This this is a (laughs) difficult journey. (laughs) I remember,
1: so we had relaxers, um, for a couple of years and I remember the transition. Uh, it was very tough. Um, and uh, yeah, I had, um, I transitioned my junior year in college. Actually, no, it was my senior year in college. And everybody was looking at me like, what are you doing? Because your hair breaks off. You know, you you have to do a nice, you know, cut. You have to... Make sure that you're continuously deep conditioning. And my mom, you know, she was furious that we had put our, you know, the relaxer. And I kept it probably for about four years. And then I was like, okay, I'm going back natural. So it didn't take me long to transition, but it was hard. I remember going to a wedding and it was my brother's wedding, our oldest brother's wedding.
2: Remember that? In Florida.
1: (laughs) And oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? (laughs) And my hair just looked. It just, it was dry, it was, you know, it was just in bad shape, and I have pictures from it, it was just like, oh my word, and people were like, what are you doing with your hair, and I was like, because, like I always said, my, my, I have, I had naturally curly hair, and I had, you know, we all had very beautiful hair, and then we put Uh the relaxer in, and, and it just, it just changes the whole grade of your hair until your hair just comes back, and so, it it took about three or four
0: years for me to go through the full transition. Wow! Yeah, I have my hair. I'll never do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hair that I have, I will never go back to a relaxer. That's for certain. I'm not going to put heat in my hair. It's like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to straighten it or any. I know I'm not doing that. You that's know, that's good
2: willpower.
0: That's some <laughs> will. That
2: takes some willpower because well, the, the hello
0: wig, hello All right. wig. Right. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I need to buy me some wigs because I just woo, it takes some power to
0: not put any heat in your hair. Yeah, but see, I'm still, you know, I'm like three inches in, so I'm still learning, you know, yeah. just even how to manipulate my hair. It's just, you know, for me, it's just easier because I'm on TV all the time. Yeah. Just to plop it's a so wig weird. on and not have to worry about because like last night, I know I I didn't wash my hair, but I just let it get yeah. wet in the shower and then I put some leave-in conditioner in it and it was completely white. And you know what I mean? Just the, the product, and I was just like, Well, why is it doing that? And I just learned last week not to dry my hair with a towel, but to do right. it with a t shirt. Oh, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, there needs to be a school for this. There needs to be a school for this, but like, right. I want to go with some, through some of you guys' products. So let them, yeah, I gotta put my glasses on. That's okay, <laughs> so I have the smoothing sulfate free shampoo. Are you all fans of co washing with your yeah. products? Should people only, and, and explain what that is, you know, what co-washing is.
1: So I am a huge fan of co-washing because I wear my hair naturally curly most days. Um, I usually just co-wash with just the conditioner, not necessarily the shampoo. I just don't even shampoo. Um, ah. So I'll, I'll go, you know, a week or whatever without shampooing my hair. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'll co-wash with the conditioner. And so co-wash is usually like if if I were to use, so this is the detangling conditioner. So so how much of this would you take and put in and mix, like explain what co-washing is. It's just a little bit of this and water. Yeah, that's it. Just, um, you know,
1: wetting your hair slightly. Um, You don't have to saturate all the way and um, using the detangling conditioner and just rubbing it through, just making sure you concentrate on the ends and then do a quick rinse. Or you can leave most of it on if you like. Yeah. If you're going to wear your hair curly, I,
0: I, I sometimes like to leave a little bit of the conditioner on. Yeah. So this, is a, this is a safe space. So let me tell you what I thought co-washing was and what I did when I co-washed with another product. I took like a, a big Tupperware bucket. I put a little bit of this in. A li- not this, but a little bit of um, shampoo. And then I've mixed, I, I diluted it with water and then i would take it and i would pour it on my head and try to get a lather get <laughs> and then ah. i would rinse that out and then i would pour more of the stuff <laughs> see what Jeff, you are making this too difficult yeah. on yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody said to dilute it in water, that that was (laughs) co-washing.
2: Well, I think it's different. I think a lot of people do different versions of co-washing. Some people just because they, you know, get the pollen outside and then walking and stuff, they'll just come in and um, rinse their hair out with water, like Ellen said, and just condition it. Some people use a little bit of shampoo with a little bit of conditioner and and co-wash and do that. To um, you know, to co-wash, and um, you know, some people just wash their hair like once or twice a week, and then go back in and re- Uh
0: oh, uh oh, she's frozen. I like to the lay hands. There she is. She's back. Okay. okay, I lay hands when when it gets frozen. Go ahead. Okay. Lay
2: hands. Who was frozen? Um, you. you were. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know why that have but, um, but yeah, it's different. I think it's different definition, different people's, you know, different and, ways.
1: And some, um, and some hair care companies actually have a co-wash yeah. where it is yeah. a product that is a little bit of a cleansing agent with a conditioning agent. Yeah. So less of the cleansing agent with the conditioning. So you actually have a co-wash and we're working on that as well. We, we're definitely, that's one of the next things that we will do um is have a co-wash but if you want to use Rucker Roots to co-wash you can do any of those versions that I mentioned or me can you
0: put a little bit in like a bucket and just no don't do that Do that's (laughs) doing too much you're making it too hard on yourself Uh I tell you I did that with the shampoo and then with the conditioner oh boy oh my okay But see, this is what happened. This is why I was like, when I knew you guys were coming on, I was like, okay, we're going to talk about everything. (laughs) I'm going to get this right. So, okay, so you can use this to co-wash or just straight shampoo. Correct. Mm -hmm. If you are straight shampooing with this product, and let's say, like, if you have my hair, which is a very tight, coily, um, kinky hair, how many times do you shampoo if you're if on a shampoo? At least two. I, I would say two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay.
2: See, the thing about it is just you're not putting heat in your hair. Mm-mm. So the the main point of really, really, really getting your hair super, super clean is when you're um, doing the heat. Okay. Frozen now. Ciao. I'm frozen again. You weren't for a second, but you're back. <laughs> back. I'm sorry. It's fine. You're back because you don't the heat style of your hair. You don't really have to worry about is my hair too? Is my hair clean enough? You right. Know what
0: I'm okay. Okay. I see what you mean. Okay. So once we shampoo it, whether you co wash you do whatever, then the conditioner. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you all suggest we use the detangling conditioner? Because that was something that I was concerned about before I I did the big chop. Right. I was like. I can transition by just, you know, taking my hair, the new growth and the relaxed hair and just braiding it. And then I put the wig wig on top. I look like Celia off the color purple. You know, I just had a bunch of plaits in my head. But But every time I would wash it, it would get so tangled. And that's because of what happens when you're transitioning out of relaxed hair. But, you know, for the detangling conditioner, how do you all suggest doing that? Do you comb your hair with the conditioner in it? when you're in the shower or after you rinse it out? I do it
2: with it in, with the okay. conditioner in the shower.
0: <clears throat> Definitely.
2: I think okay. that's what you do too. And
1: start, you know, start at the ends and work your way up to the root, obviously, so you're not breaking your hair. Um, you know, if your hair is tight and curly, you need more of the conditioner. Just make sure that you coat the, um, condition, your strands Um, well just make sure that you put enough conditioner on your hair so that it's easy to um, comb your hair out Um, yeah usually what I do is I'll put the conditioner in I'll let it sit for about five to ten minutes um, Mm -hmm. just to um, loosen up the tangles and then I'll start combing and I will not rinse out um, the
0: conditioner until I'm completely combed out okay Okay, so what would you use next if you were me? Now I I did leave one product which I do love. It's like this this spray, the spray. bottle. The it's oh, a leave- daily leave-in. Yeah, a so- is that next or is something else next? Like what would you use next? Either the I don't I, I said the leave-in heat protectant. I probably don't need that there's anti-frizz growth syrup I need day. You actually can use the heat protectant as well, even though you're not
1: putting heat on your hair because you need that heat protectant to protect your strands from UV rays. Okay. So even though, yeah, even though you're not putting heat, um, and I know you wear the wig most of the time, your wig most of the time, but even though you're not putting heat, um, then the heat protectant is really good to protect your hair from the environment as well.
0: Okay. So what, after I've conditioned and I come out of the shower, right, I use my T-shirt to dry, what do I put in my hair then? Like, what would you all use next? Because I've got these curl definers. Like, what do you, what do you use next? So I think if you that it, me. If, if I were you, um, I think you have to
1: play with it because a lot of people like to use the daily leave-in first and then um, the curl cream second and then finish up with the mousse. Okay. Um, and then some other some people like to do and um and kind of most people will start with the daily leave-in uh, because that will help detangle and that will just saturate and that it it just moisturizes the root it, well moisturizes the strands. Yeah. Then you can go in with either the mousse second or the
0: curl cream. Just depends on on what your hair likes most. So you got to kind of figure out what works for you based on how your hair. Turns out after you try a different combination,
1: and and also whether you're going to twist or whether you're going to you know wash and go or whether you're going to plait, or you know different um, different styles will require different different ways. Yeah, um, I think most of the people that like to you know do the twist outs will finish up with the foam because it's okay. sets it, set it. Um, especially if you're going to sit under the dryer. Or if you're gonna, um, you know, sit in the dryer and let the style, you know, um, um, let set let it
0: set in. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still have placenta the brain sometimes.
0: Listen, oh. it's called the COVID brain. It's like we're, okay. we're, we don't even know what day it is half the time. I'm telling you, it's happening. But if
1: you, if you want to set your style by sitting in the dryer, then a lot a lot of people like to end with the mousse. You know?
2: Okay. Okay. You just kind of have to play around with it and see what works best on your hair. Yeah. But um, the foam is really good at setting your hair really well. So a lot of people use that,
0: yes. So this is for when you want to kind of get a style and let it kind of stick, whether you sit under the dryer or just let it air dry. That's what this is. Yeah. That's going to give you you the holding power, okay? Okay. That's going to give you some of the hold that you want. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. 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 So let's, I want to kind of go back to the curly cream because I think I was really excited when I got this. So I want to know what, what would you use this for? Like, why did you all create this for what purpose?
2: That's great for wash and goes. that's great for twist sets, mm. that's great for even like if you slick your hair back, like if I'm wearing a bun or something oh, like yeah. that, I just need some styling product to slick it back. Well, we had the edge, timer too. Did we send you some edge? Uh, no, that's the girl <laughs> yeah. custom. I don't think Jackie got the edge control, but... No, this do- is it.
1: Oh, is this not it? No, yeah, that's the... <laughs> The, the fine custard. That's just um, a that, oh no. That, here. That, there's a little bit. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <Yep>. So
2: that's for <laughs>
0: your, you know, like your
2: edges.
0: But you don't know uh, worry about with edge control, and I, 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 I can't imagine it's in here. I worry about it drying too much because of what's in it. Is this one of the ones where you don't have to worry about the alcohol content and stuff like that? We try to limit it. It may have a little bit um, of alcohol
1: in it, but we do and all of our products, we try to limit the alcohol. Yeah. Um, because it can be drying. But the acetyl alcohol, you know, um, that's in m- uh, like the majority of um, all hair products and it's not as drying for your hair as um, some of the other um, ingredients that you
0: may see. I love that. Okay, so what about the Define and Stretch Curl Custard? So that is a little bit heavier than the Curl Cream.
1: Um, it has similar ingredients as the curl cream. It's gonna give you that, um, you know, curl and definition, but it's gonna help with coating the hair a little bit more. Okay, so okay. If you have thicker, coarser hair, this this is what that, the custard is for. The you should product.
2: probably try, try to use the curl cream and the curl custard. The daily leave-in first, I would do for you, then the curl cream and the curl custard. And then, if you want to put something at the end, the texture salamence.
0: Okay, okay. What about this? I'm very excited about this anti frizz growth serum. When do I use this in my routine? Am I using this every day? Every day. Okay. At the roots, or how do you use it? All over. At the root,
2: you can apply it to your roots, um, to your scalp. All the way down to your ends okay it's light enough where it won't weigh your hair down but um you'll see results you'll see growth um we love it we really do a lot of people call it our liquid gold because <laughs> i mean people just love it so yes
1: and, people would- have, and, and we have so many people that have been with us from the beginning and they their hair has, they, they'll they write in and give us all these amazing stories about how their hair has just transitioned, how they've never seen this type of growth before, how they just love, you know, um uh, how our products work on their hair. And that's what keeps us going. I think that's what makes, you know, makes us,
2: you know, want to continue to provide these great products for people. Yeah, definitely our motivation is just seeing how it really works on people's hair, all of our products, you know,
0: Yeah. Just, so what are you guys, thank you for taking me through the product. What are you guys working on next? Like what is down the road? What, we, what are you working on that you can share or what would you like to see um, as a future product for Rucker Root?
2: Yes, we have samples right now for um, an oil, like a, um, hair, body, um, skin oil. Ooh. Also, like we said, the co-wash. We are also um, sampling a... Um, a a deep conditioning mask, like a a, a mask that you can um, sit up under the dryer with. You can sit up under a dryer with our conditioners now, but a real, real to give you a deep treatment mask. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Ellen? Are we- a lot. We're camping yeah. a lot of things. I mean, it's just, it takes a while because we like to get our. oh, you're frozen. I'll okay, you're back. <laughs> you know what? It's a thunderstorm outside. I think that's why I'm getting
0: that. Might be, but it's only for a second when it freezes. So you're good. Okay. okay. Let yeah. me ask you then what would I use for a condition, like to put in my hair, maybe put a plastic bag on? Like, which product would I use for that and how often? Definitely the detangling
1: conditioner. Um, okay. You can use that. Uh, and that's what I do. Um now you know we I do it with steam, um like with moist steamer. do you have a steamer?
0: I don't I'm yeah thats
1: me. that's a good investment okay. um, I usually you know I'll put it on and I'll sit in this on this um under the steamer for about fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, You can even do, you know, overnight, Um, we have a lot of um, our family members, they like to do that. They like to um, use the conditioner and sleep in it overnight and then rinse it out um, the next morning. It'll just give you a nice, um, you know, way of moisturizing your strands.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: you should definitely look at getting a steamer, Jackie.
0: I'm going to do that. I've heard that before, like on, on all the comments that come, somebody did say, Get a steamer, and I think that I think I am gonna invest in that. Do you all think that you'll ever do um, color? I, do you, Helen? No, I don't see us
1: um, going into that. Um, I don't see us going. In, now I own. Even though know.
2: I love color, I'm itching to have blonde hair again. I, my hair used to be highlighted, really, really blonde, but. I decided when I turned forty, my mother was, my mother again. She was like, "You need to stop dyeing your hair." So I tried <laughs> to listen to her. So I'm back dark, which I'm itching to get my blonde highlights again. It's just really, it's really hard to take care of. You know, it's a lot of maintenance. Yeah, and it's just drying. And I,
1: you know, and I, I'm concerned with you know because I mean, you when you have color you have sometimes have breakage and it's just really hard to maintain. Like I own said, that. And so I don't know, I, I'm not going to say never, but I don't see
2: us going there. Uh-huh. Any time. But that's really our brand. Yeah. Yeah. Know? I got you. I got
0: you. Well, ladies, this has been a treat. But, ladies, thank you so much, and thank you for the tutorial a bit that was. I, I'm tr- trust me, I learned so much, especially about co-washing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank we would love to come back anytime. Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to the show for part two of my vegan hair care series. Or I should say, vegan natural hair care series. Please head to RuckerRoots.com to purchase any of their products, and just to learn more. And be sure to leave a comment and subscribe to this podcast if you like what you heard here today. I would love to hear your feedback. And please follow me on social media at VeganSexyCool, and please check out VeganSexyCool.com for some great lifestyle content. Until next time, ha- until next time, everybody, stay safe and stay sane. <laughs>